So I want to let everyone know that um, I recently just came out on my website with um, available online lessons for players and actually for coaches too. There's a coaches a consultation. And so essentially if you just go to my website, patrickjonesbaseball.com, you'll see the online lessons tab up top. And so what I what I decided to do that's going to be a little bit different from some of the other, other things that I've seen out there is – I know each player is going to have a swing analysis. Um, you know, I'm going to put together videos just based off of what I see from them. Um, each player will also get a 15-minute FaceTime call each month because, again, I think that developing that relationship is extremely important in doing uh, that and helping the player. And it's going to be 100 bucks a month. Um, again, you can send in three, four videos a month. I'll be able to analyze them, and then I'll send out different drills just based off of what I see in the swing. And you know, you'll have my number. Text me whenever. You know, I know I said we can do one FaceTime call, but I've done um, already a few different FaceTime calls with people, just trying to ex- explain different things and just try to try to help them out more. So make sure to head on over to my website, PatrickJonesBaseball.com, and click on the online lessons tab up top. This is episode number 114 of Patrick Jones Baseball, and on this episode, we have Pat Robles. Pat is the pitching coach at McCook Community College um, in Nebraska, and what I wanted to do is, uh, before we get to the interview with Pat, kind of go over a few things when it comes to junior college baseball and just talk a little bit about... um, you know, the background of it, right? what are the exact scholarship numbers like to play junior college baseball? Because I, I don't want, what I don't want to happen is, you know, we only talk about division one. We only talk about big leagues. We, I want to, I want people to have an understanding and have a background knowledge for uh, different levels so they can make the best choice for them. Um, because everyone knows that, um, College to, playing Division One college baseball is probably not going to get you a full ride, so you're going to have to pay some money out of pocket. And depending on where you go, that could be a good chunk of change. And like most 18- and 19-year-old kids uh, who have no idea what they want to do in the world, maybe the best choice is junior college um, so you can save some money and then and then transfer out to a division one for your third or fourth third and fourth year. So first off, you know, junior college baseball, uh, I didn't actually know this, but there's three different levels to it. There's the junior college, there's NG, NJCAA, okay, the division, there's division one for junior college. And for division one, there's 24 full ride scholarships. Um, partial scholarships are not even allowed. And it covers everything. It covers expenses, tuition, books, registration fees, and housing. So that's Division One Junior College. Division Two Junior College. Um, each school does have 24 full ride baseball scholarships, but the scholarships only cover tuition and can't extend at all to the housing or anything else. So that's just straight tuition for Division Two at the junior college level, and then Division Three at the junior college level um, are restricted. For they can't offer any scholarships. Um, they can offer uh, grants to students who are excel in the classroom, get really really good grades, but they can't give scholarships. So just a full kind of uh, overview: Division One level, eleven point seven scholarships. 
um, that are split um, between an entire team. So you're allowed to have 35 players on a Division One roster. Most teams don't actually carry all or have a 35-man roster. They have a little bit less. Um, but 11.7 scholarships. So even if you are lucky enough to get a scholarship, um, it's probably not going to even be half of what it's going to cost. So again, it, it may not be a bad idea to look at the junior college level just because of, of the money aspect. And you don't want to just rack up a whole bunch of debt um, just because you want to play you know, at a certain school right away. And let's be honest, your first year, it's going to be tough no matter where you go to step right in and play. Um, just just because there's other players who are there who are older, older, more experienced, have been around the block. And so that that's one issue. And then the other issue is going to be um, just the, the money aspect, too. You don't want to go there and put yourself in a, in a big hole um, because you, for one, don't know what you want to do. And so you're going to be taking basic classes anyway. And uh, two is is just going to be uh, college is expensive. And depending on what you want to do or what you even think you might want to do, if you want to be a doctor or, or a lawyer or something like that, I get it. But not everyone, really, first of all, even knows they want to do that or is going to end up doing that anyway. So junior college could save you a bunch of money. It could help you out a lot. Um, I just I like to give... Uh, background on different things because I want to make sure that everyone has the best uh, best experience in college. It is a really fun experience to be able to play college baseball, but it's going to be a lot more fun if you're not stressing out about about everything else that's going on, whether it be playing time because you're at a, a big school and sitting the bench, you know, accumulating debt, whatever it may be. You don't want to do that, and I, I've seen it done with players before, and it, it's not fun. You and it's just I just don't think it's fair to the player, to you guys who are listening, to uh, not let you guys know that of all the options that are out there. So, again, just wanted to go over that today. We have uh, Pat on, who is a junior college coach, and we talk a little bit about junior college baseball in the episode as well. But I just wanted to give you guys some background on that. Like anything else that I've said when it comes to college recruiting, make sure you do your homework, okay? Even if you are going to a junior college or Division three, Division, whatever it may be, reach out to those guys online. Or if they're, even if you're a parent listening, reach out to, to certain uh, people. You can just DM them, I mean, on Instagram, on whatever it may be. Reach out to current players. Reach out to former players. Get a good baseline, good background. So when you do step on campus, it isn't just a complete, you know, shock of what's going on, right? Some coaches are extremely nice during the recruiting process, and the second you get there, they boom, they switch. And so you kind of want to know that beforehand. You want to know if if you get to a, a school and, um, you know, they promise you playing time right away, but maybe in the past they've done that with other players too. And, and before you know it, they recruited six other players at your same position that they promised that you would be the only player. You know, just you want to know certain stuff like that, certain background. That's why it's very important to do your homework. This is like um, – a job like you're you're you know you're you're selling yourself for a job in a sense so it does take work it is a pain um so i can't stress doing that enough doing your homework and you know maybe we, we will get a division two and division three coach on just try to hit all the levels and give you give everyone background and see what it's what it's really like so 
appreciate everyone who is uh, who has been listening to the podcast. And um, I hope I think everyone's going to really enjoy this episode today with Pat. This is this is his second time on the show, and he was a great guest the first time around, and um, even you know greater this past time. So again, appreciate everyone listening, and here is Pat Robles. All right, and we are now live with Pat Robles. Pat, thanks for coming on today. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, anytime, anything you do for your podcast. And uh, like everything you do as well on the hitting side, some really good stuff that I definitely you know, like to incorporate some things with our guys as well on the hitting side, for sure. Appreciate it. Um, so just give me an update. I mean, you've been on the show before, and I know um, that was before your season that started. You're at McCook Community College, um, junior college baseball. How's how's the team been doing this year? You know, this year, you know, it's uh, it's been taking some time. Uh, like I said, with guys implementing new stuff, uh, you know, it's a little bit new to everybody. Uh, I get it. Um, and then it just seems now finally – that we're getting things rolling as far as the pitching side of things of what we've been doing and the hitting side of things as well. Um, it's been, you know, the last last five games we have 12 home runs. So, um, you know, as far as using the axe-weighted bats and our extra velo tracking, uh, it's, been, it's been awesome, man. So I'm, I'm really excited the way this program is off and running with the implementation of things we've been doing. It's, it's, it's really exciting. How many how many games do you guys play in JUCO? In JUCO, we play fifty six games. Okay, uh, so that's the same in, as as all levels, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, same as all levels. Uh, fifty six, you get a fifty six game in the spring uh, schedule. What's the What's the travel like? You know, our travel is we go Colorado, uh, um, Southeast Community College, and Beatrice. Uh, you're You're in Nebraska right now, though, right? McCook's in Nebraska. Yes, yes, that's correct. We're yeah, we're in Nebraska, and we go. Uh, like I said, we'll travel uh, this this weekend. We're at home, but we um, we got we went to Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, Western Nebraska this past uh, weekend. So the travel's not too bad. I'd say Trinidad's probably the furthest we go, and that's you know a little bit over six hours trip. That's not too bad, Trinidad. That's where uh, isn't there a Pecos League team there? That's where I actually played. Uh, um, Right after I got done playing in Frontier League, that's where I, I kind of realized if I'm playing down here right now, I need to, uh, I need to go back. I need to go back. I need to get into player development and coaching <laughs> right now. <laughs> do you do you guys play at the same field that you played at when you were in Trinidad? We did. We did. I was actually telling a couple of pitchers that you know, uh, six years ago I was on that same mound <laughs> that you're pitching on today. So that was. That was something they they like to hear. Um, how many years have you been at McCook now? Is this your what year is this for you? This is year number one for me. Oh, this is your first McCook. year. Yes. So, yes. what have you been surprised at um, just coaching junior college baseball? Yeah, um, you know, with here, I'm really surprised about how the kids are really just picking everything up right now and kind of. You know, you you get something that's new on, you know, player development side. You know, everybody has their own opinion. I get it. Uh, And I'm just really, you know, surprised and, you know, really happy with how things are going here as far as uh, everybody just buying in, trusting the process. And, you know, it's been a big, big, uh, 
big change from what things have been doing. So um, I'm really happy about that. And like you said, McCook, uh, you got some, I got like, Oh, when I first came here, it's, you know, I, I say it, it's a sleeping winning giant here. You know, you got great facilities, uh, you got good funding here. So I think it's something that's really big time that can really blossom with this program, needing some of this new stuff that we're implementing. Um, what what have you seen from a, a competition standpoint um, just on your team and on some of the teams you guys have been playing? Is it similar to D2, D1, D3? What, what's it been like? Yeah, I'd say, you know, when I was uh, in California in the Midland, it's, uh, the competition obviously is not as, not as uh, superior as, you know, those two leagues out in Cali. Uh, it was really, you know, you had to really, we had, you know, guys that could really throw it, guys that could really swing it. Um, and then, you know, the competition level here, it's good. Um, you got guys that can swing the bat. You got, uh, of course, Ben Buck uh, down at Lamar. is uh, He's doing some really good things. First year as head coach there, and he, same implementation with the, you know, rap soda hitting, uh, exabilo tra- tracking. Um, you know, Eric Dorton, his assistants with the Rangers now, he, uh, you know, had some launch angle uh, type type things that they were doing in the cages. So, um, you know, and there's, like I said, there's other teams in this region that have been, you know, really good. And um, I think it's really good baseball, you know. And, of course, we're wood bat here. You guys, uh, oh, you guys are wood bat. So is there a sponsor? Like, was there a wood bat sponsor? Uh, we get, uh, we are sponsored to get uh, bomb bats. Uh, that's what, That's what we have for our guys of course uh uh we let some of our guys swing uh, you know if they have wood bats from different uh companies that they can swing so bomb bats aren't those the ones they don't break right yeah yeah they don't break oh that's that's incredible isn't isn't there a metal rod in, in the bat yeah there is uh it's it's kind of they kind of wear down pretty quick though oh, as they we, do. As we're, yeah they they uh they wear down pretty quickly, so um, you know. I think Marucci's and uh, I think definitely Marucci has some. You know, being in Quincy, we're sponsored by Marucci. I think there's, uh, I think there's more pop in the bat in a Marucci bat for sure. And I know you're the recruiting coordinator as well. Um, so does that mean on an off day you're driving around looking at other players? Yeah, definitely been looking at, you know, different players and then um, have gotten some, obviously, some good past connections with, you know, Puerto Rico down in Dominican Republic. And then a new one this year was uh, actually a guy that um, he he played at Howard Junior College and he's out, he lives out in Australia and Benny Moore does some really good things out there in Australia that, um, you know, he's he's got a couple of studs that I've, you know, three three guys that I signed for this year that are, huge impact guys for next year no doubt what do you um when you when it comes to recruiting what do you use the most um to help uh help get players is it social media is it contacts like how do you for the most part get players to come to mccook uh, i would say it's more contacts right now uh i do use social media uh, we like to obviously put stuff out there uh, that the guys can look up that we do get in contact with um, so, you know, 
having having those good contacts is very very key you know you still got to have that um, and then obviously your social media you know is taking off you know you got a flat ground app that you can get in contact with guys um you know so that's that's something that's really big as well when you say contacts do you mean just summer ball coaches uh just no just really like past past guys that have been coaching you know throughout the junior college that I've reached out to you know guy in Puerto Rico that uh, that I've met while I was in Puerto Rico looking for players. He, um, you know, he's in charge of college placement for the Carlos Beltran Baseball Academy. So um, he, he's a really good guy. Gotcha, gotcha. So, what kind of testing you, you were talking about earlier in, in this episode about different testing protocols you guys were doing and implementing those and how it's kind of an adjustment? What what type of testing have you guys been doing? Yeah, so you know, of course, with VPT, it's uh, that's one of the things that's been huge and something something new. I mean, uh, we we of course have our days where we're max effort lifts and we like to get up and pick up big weight and put it down. You know, what is it? Um, what is it? VBT? Yeah, velocity based training. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, that's something that we've been doing, and then of course, just with you know using plow care and weighted ball programming, um, it's something that everybody is. That's here. That's new. You know, we don't make everybody do it, but um, we have everybody that does it. So it's it's one of those things that they just, you know, open minded and really pick the brain and just, you know, go from there. That's been really huge for us. And it it, it takes a little bit for adjusting for some for others. Um, But I feel like right now in the season, everybody's gotten a pretty good grasp of it. And we're kind of yesterday, uh, yesterday's outings were kind of evidence of like everything that we've been working on and been doing uh i was pretty happy for all guys and you know that were pr and on the mound it was it was big time it was awesome what so so take me through on how does that how does the velocity based training actually work yeah okay so we i use a metric system really with uh with the strength numbers um so we go you know two and a half times our body weight on the uh, deadlift, uh, two times body weight on squat, and one times our body weight on the bench. And we make sure, obviously, guys are strong enough to can move efficiently first before we start in, getting into VPT work. Uh, and then from there, uh, through our movement screens through uh, TPI, I still got to go to On Base U that I've been hearing from a lot of people that's just you know really awesome that I've, I've got to get certified in that, not just TPI, so... I'm really looking forward to going to that sometime soon. And, um, you know, using all of this, uh, it's really VPT is not just helping, you know, I said moving a lot faster, more efficiently. It's actually, we're getting it where we're varying loads of each weight of the guys using 40% or 50%, you know, of their one rep maxes. And we're using the velocity range uh, to, you know, for guys to be able to, you know, move a lot better than what they're moving. Say they got a torso problem or their T-spine uh, or we got right hip, left hip problem. Uh, the speed, you know, on our speed deadlifts, we like to focus up on the uh, power output side of things. Um, and then if we got a guy that's been moving real slow in the torso area, we'll monitor the velocity range really, really, uh, really well. And then we'll, we'll also monitor the velocity percentage loss. So that sets one through eight, and we're really looking at how much of velocity is he losing throughout the duration of the workout. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm actually I'm looking at some of the, some of the stuff right now um, on your Twitter. 
Um, it's pretty pretty interesting stuff, really. I didn't I knew about it, but I didn't. I've never really seen anybody use it before. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's something that uh, I think you know, you you know, done right, done the right way. Um, it man, it could really change your program as far as pitching development and it. And it Is it just for pitchers, or for is it for hitters? Can you hitters do it too? Yeah, hitters can. Hitters and pitchers can do it too. We uh, this year we uh, it's only pitchers that are on VPT right now. Next year we'll break it out. We'll have every individual program doing VPT. We're able to use it, so uh, that's something that's been really huge. Where did you uh, learn about that? You know, I've I've learned about this through one of the guys that I really got to give a lot of credit to is Kyle Rogers. Talking to Kyle Rogers at Driveline, uh, he's he's had some really good things with VPT, and of course, you know, just just picking his brain and you know some of the things he has to say has been really really big. And I've you know I've just kind of got everything, kind of been doing a little bit a uh, little bit more, a little bit different stuff with it, and um, it's been, like you said, it's just been phenomenal for us. Yeah, I, I just, I haven't heard too much about that. Are Is there a lot of people doing that, or is that just something that's kind of just pretty new? Uh, I feel like a lot of people are doing it. Uh, you know, you got Jerry, uh, Jerry Strength, uh, he's on Twitter, he does it. Uh, Bill Miller down it does it as well another strength coach i you know there's there's strength coaches that do it i feel like though at the juco level there's not many guys that are doing it um it's it's also it's just you know you don't want to go out there i made sure i've been collecting all this stuff for you know three years now so i've been studying up and doing this for a long time to be able to do it and break it out you know of course with everything you don't want to just read up on something and then just implement it right away. Cause you know, obviously you're not even, you know, fully, you know, learned or, 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 you know, well knowledge on the subject. So that's something that I've been doing for three years now on this VPT stuff. And it's been, like I said, it's it, everything. has just been awesome, man. So like, take me through, how do you, how do you set that up though? Like when it's obviously in the weight room, like how does, how do yeah. you set it up? So we have push bands. We use push bands 2.0, and then we have bar mode for the push band. So the bar mode is we have a little thing that you can wrap. We wrap it around the bar. It, it little connects. It Velcro's onto the bar, and it's a sensor that's inside the uh, Velcro, Velcro strap. And right there, we read it, and it reads on our iPad, velocity ranges, and then uh, the power output ranges. So we get average and peak velocity ranges. And then we get average and peak power output ranges. And then the velocity percentage loss and the power output percentage loss, I calculate all of that through, uh, you know, through the through the readings of the average velocity, peak velocity, and same thing as the power output. Okay, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty intrigued by that. Isn't driveline? Um, didn't they? Aren't they coming out with something like that? Yes, driveline is coming out with something at it um, on that, and um, I'm I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on one of those. That's for sure. They they've got their own VPT device, and it's supposed to be very you know very affordable for you know colleges and stuff like that. 
So what's the difference between what they're coming out with versus like what you have? Um, you know, I really like, um, I just heard briefly from Kyle Rogers about the, about what the VPT device does. Um, I don't like, I'm not going to get fully into that because obviously I don't really have the device, um, to be able to test it out. But when I do, uh, I would definitely like to test it out with the push band for sure. Huh? Yeah, that's, uh, that, that is interesting. Um, well, good, man. I'm glad everything's going pretty well. Um, there's some high school kids out there listening, parents as well. What advice would you give them to um, try to get recruited to play college baseball? I mean, is it recruiting videos? Like, how would they get – How what's the best route for them to go? Yeah, um, I mean, right now it seems to think about social media as something that's been really, really big. Um, like I said, you got the flat ground app that's – really huge and something that, you know, everybody can use out there. And it's one of those things where you've got radar gun, a pocket radar or any kind of radar gun that's, you know, really verifiable um, to get that up, get on the mound, see some video with the radar gun, uh, see some exit below, things like that is really going to be beneficial to college coaches. So they can get some metric numbers. That's one thing I like to do. I like to get baseline numbers. So we can know what the kid is starting at, and what what is what is their individual goal? What are their individual goals to get to? Awesome, Pat. Really appreciate you coming on the show, man. Yeah, no problem. I really appreciate it as well.